All right, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Adrian Peterson said that he is not officially retired uh, when some other running backs have officially retired recently. So I just want to shout out an Oklahoma man, a Viking man, a Minnesota man, just a man who, uh, a New Orleans man as well, an Arizona man. Seattle uh, man. Was he on the Seahawks? A Detroit, a Detroit man. Was he on the Seahawks? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A Detroit man. Oh my God. I didn't know AP was on the Seahawks. My goodness. He has been around the block, but I just want to say, uh, we recently have been going over some, some notable fantasy running backs in the past decade that will be reduced to trivia questions. Adrian Peterson will not be a trivia. He question. will still be, a, he will be a trivia question, no, but yes. he will be a known trivia question. It'll be a give me. It will, tri- it will be, it'll, it's a lob. It's, it's a lava. That one. My, my, yeah. my mom who, maybe watches like three football games a year, usually just the Washington USC game. Cause you went to USC in Washington. That's like, usually if yeah. they play, that's like the only game she'll like really tune into. And it's, it's very funny, whichever team's leading, she'll root for them. It's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> she kind of gets that pass. Cause she went to both. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah. Like Adrian Pearson, that's something my, my mom would like, if I said NFL running back, I think one of the first people my mom would say, would be Adrian, Adrian Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he hasn't hung up the cleats. So I want to shout out him. Thirty-eight years old. He's still um, it. Speaking of shout-outs, though, I I know I know it's a, it's a little bit of a controversial topic uh, among the sports world, but I did actually want to shout out Ted don't Lasso. Oh, geez. the show. Okay. Um, I so the I don't show know or the the hypothetical the hypothetical human being that's going on at ASC yeah. Richmond this season. So, so I don't know how much you like follow them on Twitter. Obviously they have Twitter I, account, in terms but, of the show itself. I got up to like season two episodes. Yeah. So two, I, I haven't Rojas screaming football is life. <laughs> I haven't watched the new <laughs> season yet, but I want to give props to, to the entire, like the, the PR department for, for Ted Lasso and all that stuff, because they run an AFC Richmond Twitter account. They run the Ted Lasso yes, I saw real that. Twitter account. I and just they, noticed that. The and they also, they've also now gotten real uh, soccer teams to tweet out like their matches versus AFC Richmond. Like uh, this yeah. past week, yesterday, actually, Man City yeah, tweeted Man out City. that they have a match against AFC Richmond. And it's just awesome to me to see. I also uh, heard they apparently got the Man City manager Pep to yes, do like on a the quick show. cameo scene yeah. for the show. I I just I just want to sh- like I think that it's really cool that you have a a show kind of breaking the uh, into the like the real world like that kind of 100%. breaking the barrier because oh, yeah. that makes obviously like there are people who who don't like the show. Obviously there are people that love the show. There's people that are indifferent, but I think we can all agree though that it kind of encapsulates you a little bit more and makes you feel like 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 the show the characters a little bit more like get in more into it because it's kind of like you relate to it you see it like it's acting like they're real people and it's i think that that's really cool i i i thought uh i i think i saw like a recent post where someone was like yeah what ryan reynolds and rob McElhaney are doing yeah it's like ted lasso it's like well okay uh one's a show but but i i do think this is like a pretty good way of slightly introducing like the American crowd to kind of like yeah. British soccer no, I agree. specifically. And like, also, also, I think it'd just be fucking hilarious. Oh, God, 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 gosh, go darn it. Gosh, 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 gosh darn it. Um, it. It would be, it would be really cool to have uh, AFC Richmond take on Wrexham. 
I think that would be a, so such sick. a cool cross. Like, I know that this is like supposed to be their last season, but like you have to have one special episode. Just Ryan Reynolds in there. You have uh, AFC Richmond. You have uh, what's the guy who plays Ted Lasso again? Um, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, you have Jason Sudeikis. Maybe you can get Harry Styles in there too. You no, know, get no, the real no, crossover no, with what's going no. on in his personal life. No, it'd be really, really, really funny. So, like, you know, they have what Jamie Tart like set up as yeah. Jack Grealish. As, also, like, the they head also guy. they have he has an actual Twitter account too, by the way. Yeah, Jamie no, well, that, that's Twitter just account. that's just good. That that's just that's smart just, right there. It's great marketing. I yeah, love that, this. No, that, this that's is fantastic. Whoever right came there. up with that idea better have a promotion. They better yeah, have like gotten one of my like this is really really taking it back. Uh, going back to the greatest television uh, series created in the past fifteen years, The Real Bros, is Simi Valley. One thing I really like about them is that they make the fake Instagram accounts of like Hawk and stuff. Like that's yeah. funny. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny. It, it's fun to bring fictional characters to life, put them on social media. Uh, this might take a dark turn, but I know like 13 reasons why. They okay. Did nope. I nope. Mean, nope. Like nope. We're, one. we are, we but, are not no, no, going no, that yeah, way. I, no. I, I, that's why I prefaced no, it. No, we're not but, going but, that way. But, but, Everett, Everett, back to the main point. I think it'd be very, very funny if they switch it up and transitioned a little bit so that uh what's his face i just i just forgot it oh yeah harry styles was uh like the jamie tart for man city and they made him their star player it'd be phenomenal it'd yeah be unfortunately so unfortunately uh jason stakis is like the showrunner yeah I'm and the producer sure and the writer the executive producer for this so not nah, this no, never happening yeah, never but happened. i but but i mean jason it, like if you want to destroy tv ratings like if you want to crush succession into a little pulp this is how you do it okay this is how you're gonna i mean ted lasso has already done so pretty pretty well to be fair no yeah I, I like when when i see like i mean my I found this out recently that my dad's like a very, very big, like modern pop culture TV fan, like absolutely loves Game of Thrones, like loves Succession. I mean, everybody loves Game of Thrones, like, but yeah. Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, like my dad's like, oh yeah, love every second of it. But he hasn't broken into Ted Lasso yet. So like once we get that demographic of like 50, 60 year old men watching a hey, English soccer uh, TV show. Uh, then I know. I, it's I won't. I won't say. I won't say last names. Um, but uh, Tim got me into Ted Lasso. So Tim, if that's you're pretty shocking. This, but also, if you're listening same... to this, um, yeah, thank you. So, well, real quick, one thing I just want to say about Tim, uh, real quick, is that I know he he used to tell me growing up before I ever watched soccer ever. He told me like, oh yeah, I. Growing up, I saw this team kind of like their jerseys, uh, Tottenham Hotspurs, uh, started to become a fan of them. That was the worst decision I've ever made in my life in terms of picking a fandom. Tottenham, oh, they have not won a trophy. This it's not century. Arsenal. At least it's not Arsenal. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know what? I think- It's a good uh, transition. It's a good transition. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll do the intro first and we'll do it. Okay. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to an ex extremely important episode of the Waterboy Podcast. Today is episode 120. And the Los Angeles Lakers have officially been eliminated from the NBA playoffs. But the Celtics said not so fast, Everett. The Celtics said not so fast. We're going to start off this episode quickly, you know, recapping a little bit of soccer top. We'll, we'll talk some Premier League, recap my outstanding, sensational, um, historic uh, fantasy Premier League season where I'm a member of a 30 to 40 year long 
uh, run league by my it is a generational literally crossing league no like they started this league out on pen and paper before the internet like uh, like i was also just asking like my dad the other day i was like when was when did fantasy football become popular like pre-internet and my dad was saying like it was a thing when i was in high school my dad was like i know obviously like 75 i know simpson I know, I know, uh, I know we're about started. to, I know we're about to talk about, um, soccer a little bit, but seriously though, that like, I know obviously they're like people, people try to make fun of us on, on it, like Twitter or TikTok, whatever being like, Oh, you're, you're so young. You don't like know things, but like, I have never lived in an era or a time where I haven't had fantasy football digitized. So whenever I think about fantasy, anything and how it worked before, like how, how the amount of math that goes into that, that probably is why people who are like our parents age are so good at their jobs and why we're all about to be screwed. Cause we, well, we don't, well, we didn't to a do degree. at this point. If I ask my parents, any math question, they're like, well, huh? Pull up the but it, you're like, you're like, Hey, <laughs> Hey dad, what's, what's two touchdown, one interception, 345 yard game. Oh yeah. How he many fans calculate that up? He's got oh, it off yeah. the top of oh, his yeah. He's got it right there. Oh yeah. He's got that. Well, the first question he asks is how many points per yard? Is it 0.04? What are we doing? That's his first question. That's how you know he's a baller. Yeah, he's got but, it out in, in under 30 seconds. Exactly. Yeah, but you know, a lot, a lot of things that go into these decisions, a lot of factors that you know can change some variables around here. But yeah, uh, let, let's just say uh, we'll talk about soccer in a little bit. But I got to bring up Dodgers have been smoking the living uh, crud out of the Braves. You like that word ever? Living crud. Right, I'll take it. Uh, I'll shout take it. out Bobby Miller for his. Let's let's actually before we I'm get to that because I feel like we might be on that segment for a minute. Let's talk about soccer real quick. Get that out of the yeah. way, and then we'll come back. Yeah. So real quick, Premier League. Uh, I went over this start of the year, a little fancy Premier League. I understand nobody cares about fancy teams, but I just wanted to update everybody real quick. Right now, Everett, I'm in first place of this fantasy you had a that, nail biter that, last week though i'll give you that oh my nail biter. god yeah you you know firsthand uh watching me just update the scores over and over you every know five seconds yeah uh, grant was sweating profusely from everywhere uh sweating profusely that that's an understatement uh i was legitimately like essentially just producing my own shower it looked like you dunked him in a pool and then took him out yeah, it, the one thing about this fantasy league, like uh, this style of fantasy that's different than others, like it's an auction style fantasy, but it's not an auction like American football auctions where, you know, each person could bid on one specific player and then they yeah, have Yeah, it's like them. the World like, Cup. It's like the World so, Cup style. Yeah, like for this every, like in theory, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I think it's like 87% of players have Holland on their team. So yeah. everyone can have Holland. It's so, just how you allocate your money. Day, yeah, like at the end of the day, Holland scores fun and all, but the entire, everybody playing this has Holland. So it doesn't actually matter if he scores a goal. It doesn't make a difference. Everybody has him. Uh, but it's the little, it, it's the irrelevant players, the, the random guys. Those are the difference makers. And, you know, recently I want to shout out uh, a couple of boys. Uh, real quick, uh, Karu Matoma plays for Brighton, Hove, and Albion, Everett. I'd be impressed if you knew that. No idea. This man, Matoma, is absolutely disgusting uh, this year. The Japanese sensation, way more impressive than Shohei Otani. This is the best athlete in Japan this year. What Matoma's done for Brighton is, is unbelievable, absurd. Uh, my last shout-out of the day, we're keeping this one short. Uh, 
Kieran Trippier. Okay, this guy, you might, you probably have never heard of him. If you're going to think of an English fullback, an English right back, you're going to probably think of Trent Alexander Arnold or Reese James over him. Uh, Kieran Trippier is not the first guy you think I think of. I actually had Trippier in uh, FIFA this past year. I'm, I, in terms of FIFA, I'm not sure how great his card is. He's like an 82. He is the best English right back in the world right now, best right back in the Premier League. This man has been absolutely on fire. I want to shout out Kieran Trippier. He's the starting right back for the English national team uh, over Trent. So, yeah, I mean, you could take that with how you want, even though Trent is awful. Anyway, uh, last thing, uh, we got to go over this one Arsenal Football Club, Everett. So, uh, in January, Arsenal had an eight point lead over Man City, which is essentially a three-win lead. Yeah. Uh, pretty much. Depending on the points, but yes. For for a lot of scenarios, once you get that to that point in the season, I believe January, it's around 19 or 20 games in, a little over halfway. If you have an, an eight-point lead or, or a substantial lead like that, you're, you're projected to be heavy favorites to win the league and run away with the whole thing. Uh, that's not what... Uh, that isn't what happened, though. Recently, Arsenal... Uh, it, it all started like before the World Cup. Their striker Gabriel Jesus from Man City gets hurt out for the World Cup, out for a really long stretch. I thought that was going to be a massive. Did, did you problem. just call him Jesus? Yeah, Gabriel Jesus. Isn't it Jesus? No, no, Jesus. Gabriel Jesus, phenomenal, phenomenal start of the year. Got hurt. I thought that was going to provide like a lot of problems for Arsenal. Obviously, their striker they just got from City's hurt. Did not matter for the short term. Eddie and Ketia balled the hell up. And I only know this because I had them all at fantasy for like at least three weeks before I sold them all. And uh, trust me, uh, every player I'm about to list, they were all sold recently or a while ago because they started playing like shit. Uh, but star of the year, Gabriel Martinelli, the god himself, just got hurt a couple weeks ago out for the year. Maybe he's back for preseason. We'll see. Uh, Martin Odegaard, the, the greatest player on the road in the history of Arsenal. But for some reason, when he plays at the empty or not the empty when he plays at the Emirates, he doesn't do well. I don't understand. He got hurt too, right? Did he get hurt for a little bit? Uh, uh-uh. Sokka, phenomenal year. Excellent year. Absolutely nothing wrong to say with him. And I'm kind of making fun of Arsenal fans here because they'll literally never say a bad thing about him. Uh, but the player of the year for Arsenal was uh, William Saliba. The second he got hurt around January, February, he's their center back, French center back, who's younger than us, by the way. He's younger than us. Uh, the second he got hurt, the entire Arsenal defense went to absolute shambles. Could not defend a thing. I think their expected goals allowed went from 0.73 per game to 1.7 per game, literally increased by a goal per game once he uh, got hurt. So that was the key. That's how Man City won the, uh, won the Prem this year, and they're probably going to win the treble. So All shout right. out Man let's, City. Let's more so get into why you won this year rather than recapping the entire year of uh Well, oh, well, I, to soccer. be honest, I'm, I'm more under the impression nobody cares about our – fantasy leagues but i i can quickly i'm just it. being honest i think more people who actively listen to this podcast probably care about that than you talking about soccer in general i um, argue that most people listening right now have skipped ahead to the ml i guarantee section, you they, they might have, they might have clicked no, off already they, they might they might have been gone after the ted lasso segment so we'll see yeah but uh, and anyway let's just say right now i have a I'm pretty sure i did this math correct a 36 point lead going into the final week of games. I also want to say real quick, last thing about the Premier League. This is what they do correct. Okay. 
for the very last week of the season, every single game kicks off at the exact same time. So there is no predetermined, like, oh, we need them to win and us to win. There is no, there is no like previous knowledge of like knowing your other matchups that need to win or lose. You just go out there and you have to try to win. It doesn't matter. Like, unless you've clinched, go out there and try to win because you don't know how the other games are going to go. That's one thing that I love about the Premier League. Uh, the only thing, though, that can make it a little boring like this year is that when the title race is over before the last week of the season, that last week of the season could be a little bit, little bit boring to a degree. Uh, but not for the teams getting relegated. That, yeah, they're, they're shitting their pants the entire time. Uh, but yeah, that's what I had on the Prem. I, I do think overall, though, yeah, like J.J. Watt just bought uh, Burnley. He's, he's their owner. Like a lot, a lot of guys are trying to get into soccer uh so well i think the market cool. the market is only getting bigger especially in the u.s based on ted lasso and rexham and, and all this exposure yes, in the world in the world cup so i think it's also that we're cheaper to purchase a european soccer team because relegation brings down the prices yeah so it's cheaper yeah. to buy into it too um but i yeah i think that that's that's kind of like the big the big reason why people are getting into it right now um I'm sure like all the top uh, clubs are all owned by Americans. Like Arsenal's American, Man U's American, Chelsea's now American. Yeah, they're all American uh, owners yeah. now, except Man City and Newcastle. Yeah, they're owned by yeah. Golf. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, Everett. NBA time. Uh, I honestly, there, I mean, yeah, there's not much to talk about in the NBA for for us. Uh, we kind of went over this last episode. We were talking about how. Uh, our season is over and officially the NBA season is over. Yeah. Um, except, except that was assuming that the heat were going to sweep the Celtics. Now, if the Celtics win, uh, the NBA season is only partially over. It is over for basically everybody outside of Boston and somewhat Colorado, but yeah. And, and you could also say that like Philly and New York fans, the season's technically not over for them. And, well, for and Dallas too, and Dallas fans we yeah. need to make sure Boston doesn't win the finals. If they I, somehow I mean, come back to Rio. yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, the, the season won't be over for uh, anybody in New York, Dallas, um, Philadelphia. So yeah, no, no, Phil, yeah, Phil, Philly, Philly, yeah, Boston, yeah. Uh, maybe throwing Wisconsin. No, now, no. are you throwing Dallas in there because Kyrie to the to the maps? Uh, why, why, why Dallas? Uh, um, you're if you're a Cowboys fan. I mean, the assumption is you're just a bad. Oh, player, oh, so. oh, we're looking at yeah. from that angle. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, okay, uh, yeah, um, uh, but. But, I mean, there's not much to go off of. Jimmy Buckets is Hemi Buckets. Uh, I expect them to close out this series. I think the series is going to end 4-2. Um, we'll okay. see what ends up happening for uh, the finals. We are now 1-2 and two in our careers picking the NBA finals. Last year, we were profits uh, and projected all the way uh, to the finals. This year, I don't know if we got a single game series right. Uh, but yeah, my first prediction was the Bucks. They lost in the first round. Yeah. Then it transitioned to the Lakers versus Celtics. We'll see yeah, how that so, one's going. Uh, so, yeah, not, not uh, our, our NBA season is officially over. We have never been much of an NBA podcast. Um, but oh, no, we have. We just we just keep it to ourselves. Uh, but uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for paying attention to our NBA analytics and takes. Uh, our season has officially come to a close. We will see you. In a year. Uh, well, real quick, uh, the one off-season topic that we have to talk about. So Lakers got swept, 
obviously very disappointing. Oh, yes, LeBron retiring. That might be But Everett, let's embrace debate. Afterwards in the press conference, LeBron James, very cryptic, cryptic post-game press conference. Wasn't well, it wasn't wasn't giving any clear answers or anything. Is LeBron gonna retire for a no. year? No. No? I don't think the way that LeBron works, I don't see him retiring for a year and then coming back. If he retires, I think that he's done. I don't think it's some Tom Brady kind of nope, thing. Tom Brady from him. I I know Michael Jordan. No like, Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. From him. I mean, that was not really a retirement, but um I don't I don't see because also LeBron has always been the the marketer, the marketing man. Once he's done, he's probably gonna go and buy some steak somewhere. He's he's gonna he's gonna go and start trying to do movies, like he's gonna try and do all these kind of different entertainment things. That's what he's done. Yeah, That's what he's Jam always three, done. He's gonna be a bomb um, smash. So I, I think I mean the, the biggest quote that I honestly saw out of all of it, obviously there are those uh conversations of what he was just kind of being cryptic about but the biggest thing that he said in my mind is obviously my goal is to play with brawny but if that's not what he wants that's okay if that's not his goal that's okay and i have to live with that so uh, you know there's two I, ways of interpreting this there there are um, definitely two ways of interpreting it there, and, and there are only two ways of interpreting this i i want i that. i just i think that <clears throat> If I'm if I'm LeBron, I think that I'm at least playing one more season. We've seen trade rumors for Trey Young, uh, obviously Jalen Brown, uh, Kyrie coming back. I I think out of that, all those, I think the Kyrie's the most. Oh yeah, it's it's the most it's the most probable. Uh, I I do think that LeBron is gonna probably try and play one or two more seasons. He's 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 got that in him. I don't think that he's gonna retire right now um but the only thing that that's giving me some ounce of maybe this is real is the fact that lebron wants to probably go out on top and we don't know if they're going to get back to a western conference finals like the team was pretty pretty crap for most of this season and he made it all the way here obviously getting swept but also getting swept is another reason why you're like well maybe he wants to come back because that's kind of like a bad way to go out that gives you a bad taste in your mouth um, but I, I just, I don't think we're going to know anything for the foreseeable future. I think, he'll yeah, be I think there. there's I think a, he'll lot, be a lot of moving, a lot of moving parts here. A lot of things to consider. I, I think at the end of the day, yeah, he's probably going to be back. Uh, the rest of the team though, we're going to, it's going to be very interesting to see how they shape up. I, I think like, I, I like, I, I saw some clips of game four and it's Austin Reeves and LeBron just like absolutely grilling ad a new one for his lack of effort on defense and like i i think so not look happy with anthony davis austin (laughs) austin reeves is a restricted free agent this offseason i think the the lakers are going to retain him i think that he's going to be brought back and i think that he's going to be one of those pieces that are going to be there after lebron leaves the issue with ad is he has been constantly injured has not played well if as somebody who's watched the games, obviously I know AD is uh, he's a superstar player. He's on a max contract, all this stuff. We'll never get bubble AD back ever again. But honestly, I think that he's been much like very below the the bar that we think of him. I don't think that he's worth having to be paying that much to be on that team. Uh, I'd rather clear that space and get other players in there. I think that there's a decent chance this offseason AD is traded. I don't think that trade has really worked out. Um, I just well, we want a ship. 
they did win. Well, they, I mean, they they did, but outside of that, like outside of that little bit of time, AD has just been constantly, constantly injured, and I just he's not reliable. No, the, I mean the I numbers he's been putting, he's been putting up. He, the, the numbers he he has been putting up has not been really outside of a couple games superstar numbers. And I, also I don't know what the hell is. <laughs> how do you just get worse at free throws? Or- for the past three years like, i just i think i think that ad's time and and if if i'm if i'm rob palinka i'm trying to trade him away i i would be trying to you mean, get some, you mean le gm yeah if i'm le gm i'm trying maybe i'm getting trey young maybe i'm trying to, to do some like that one maybe i'm trying to get some some form of trade with the celtics for Jalen brown um I, i'll be honest i don't like that either i just don't think i mean you're looking for a two Really, I think I hate to say it, but like I actually think it's Kyrie. Like I actually. Well, I'm assuming Kyrie's coming either way. That's my so Kyrie. Kyrie is not on a long term contract right now. He's a free agent. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So I'm saying you're signing Kyrie, and then you you're trading away, uh, Anthony Davis for somebody else. No, yeah, yeah, they they can't have all three of them. Yeah. Uh, So and I could I could see it end up being a Patrick. Obviously, if you retain Austin Reeves, he'll probably end up playing next to Kyrie. Then you have LeBron. So realistically, you might trade away AD for a package deal. You might go and get um, I who I mean who would be who would be a good center? We're gonna get players. Yeah, it's. I mean, I. We're not. Yeah. We're not getting picks for AD. Yeah, you're, it's. You're it's gonna be. Gold. You're getting. You're gonna be getting players <laughs> for for depth and potential starters that can relate. Like, just I, I don't. Need yeah. a shooter. Oh my Kevin, god. If Kevin Herter wasn't traded last season, I'd say Kevin Herter could be a potential trade target. Um, <laughs> Kevin Herter would be Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton. Um, oh, he he he's not a shooter. That's not who we want. I mean, you need Kyrie? defense too. Uh, anyways, that's that's all I got. That's that's uh, all I got. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what's going on with with Braun. I I do think you know at the end of the day, uh, I I think it'd be really really funny. Like, I think there's actually a zero negative percent chance happens, but it'd be pretty funny if LeBron just retired for a year, became a USC assistant head coach, but like wasn't actually coaching. was just like dunking pregame and stuff. That'd be pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I foresee there being a more, a higher chance of AD getting traded than LeBron retiring this offseason. Yeah, I, I, I'd say right now, if I were going to give an 80 trade, I'd say 40 to 50%, which I'd actually say is pretty, pretty high. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd give it around there. Somebody, somebody's you know? going to come and be like, well, you guys don't know basketball. Um, I mean, we don't, but I, you're correct. I, I don't, well, I don't think I need to know much about basketball to know that AD and Braun isn't working anymore. I, I don't think yeah. we need to know that much. Yeah, uh, they need, they're, they're getting a divorce. Um, it's also funny though, that, literally your playoff performance that that's just how you influence contracts now like no Rui for real. Might, Rui might demand uh, is Rui Rui still under contract money. though for for he's restricted but, oh he's a restricted yeah. free okay um Rui will be what back I'm reading right now is that back. we can keep one of them we can't keep both that's what I'm hearing I, I don't know I'm how. not gonna lie give me Austin Reeves but that's but what I'm hearing give me Austin give me Austin Reeves I, I I want Austin Reeves. Um, you can't yeah, lose. I, I also you, you can't lose. Can let him go. Well, you they can't also lose. Need a ball handler. You also you can't you can't lose Caruso and then Austin Reeves back to back. You can't do that to the fan base. Come on now. Just imagine. 
imagine AC3 out there on the court right now with the bald head and the headband. <laughs> I miss it so much. I miss um, it so okay, much. I don't know if you have anything on college football. Honestly, nothing much has yeah, come I do. out. I do. do. Okay. I do have some college football stuff. Uh, I saw a little clip of new USC defensive tackle transfer, Bear Alexander, showing off his new room, his new apartment at USC. Uh, and I just want to say this, Everett, I can confirm from firsthand experience that Lincoln Riley compared to Clay Helton in the last USC coaching regime, Lincoln Riley has essentially demanded USC to improve uh, student athlete, ho- uh, student athlete housing yeah, and put them in priority places. When I was a sophomore at USC, that was my first year living there. Shout out COVID uh, my sophomore year, which was my freshman year. When I was at USC, I lived at a, a USC affiliated apartment complex it was uh, right off of campus you saw drake london yeah yeah so ton of usc players happen to live there i saw drake london like literally scooting around in our apartment complex he broke his ankle uh but i just want to say bear alexander is clearly not staying there anymore clearly no. not uh even though first round pick top 10 pick drake london had to stay in the same place that I lived in. Okay. It's me that we're talking about people. Okay. Me. And so last thing I just want to say, Everett, those rooms, they only fit twin beds. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to say, I lived beneath a group of football players. Two of them were linemen and the other two were skill guys. But let's say if they had a friend over, oh yeah, you can, you can really hear that twin shaking. Let's just start. Let's just say that. Let's just say that it was so unreasonable to expect that six is six 280, 300 pound men to fit in a twin. What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing here? You wonder why you wonder why we can't stop the run on Saturdays, guys. <laughs> they got back problems. <laughs> they got back problems from the bed, but sleeping on the ground. But I'm literally thinking to myself, I was like, yeah, like I'm uncomfortable sleeping in a twin. I don't want to know what the offensive the backup offensive tackle is thinking when he fits just into sing, his twin just saying he's okay. like he's like his legs are, are like off the, the end of the bed for him like a hundred percent they probably had to bring like like one of those like couch foot rests at the end of the bed to like extend the length because like they literally would be hanging off the bed uh, yeah. but i mean also if you're a sicko i can see that like it could in a way just be really efficient because you could just leave your shoes on all day because they won't be in your bed disgusting That's disgusting there might be some sickos i would be so uncomfortable i'd be so uncomfortable yeah no personally i i'm i'm one of those people uh we this is a quick debate you know the shower at night versus shower in the morning morning Growing up i was always shower at night i like, was too when i was up, like yeah. five or six seven yeah. years old i was the same and i swear to god when you shower the night before your sleep is better that's just a fact I don't know. I don't have any proof. You just it's feel true. it's nice. It's nice coming out and you feel like you just feel clean and yeah, like, no, no, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a just, nice feeling. It, it is true. Uh, I yeah. did just want to say though, like there's a healthy amount of people on Twitter who are like, obviously shower at night. And then I have to follow up like, well, you also shower in the morning before work. Right. They're like, no, like, no. Like, that's disgusting. Like, take two like also you have to shower before going to work. Yeah. That's otherwise you look, you look, behavior. you look gross. Like my whole thing is not even that you just feel great. You're not ready for the day. Yeah. I wait. That's how I wake up in the morning is I just get a face full of water from my yeah, shower. Like I, we went over this a couple of weeks ago. I tried the cold shower in the morning. I confirmed my roommate like is a psychopath and like might have some murder charges against him. <laughs> but like, 
the cold shower, it works. Like if that's your goal, then it works. And I also just want to say like, when I first asked my room, I'm like, for this culture, I'm like, are you like shampooing there? He's like, no, 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 no. God, this isn't like an actual shower. It's like- He's a just waking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's waking yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. That I was confused about. I was like, you might be a sick because like my roommate takes like some long ass showers. I'm like, there's no way you're in there for 10 minutes. You just sang uh, Let It Happen by Tame Impala and you're about to start uh, Sorry by Justin Bieber and it's cold. There's no way. There's just no way. Uh, but- yeah, I just want to say um, shout out Lincoln Riley. Uh, yeah, he, he got on that ass. Do it yeah, for the boys. USC AD also resigned due to health reasons. Shout out Carol Fultz. When she identifies a problem, she makes the AD resign for health reasons. That's happened in the last two USC uh, ADs in the past five years. Oh, damn it. Last thing about college football. I'm sorry, Everett. Uh, Gene Smith, the former Ohio State athletic director, who I believe is now president of football operations for the Chicago Bears, Kevin Warren. Yeah, uh, he left uh, his Big Ten commissioner job to go to the Bears because his lifelong goal is to become a commissioner of the NFL. He wants to take over for Roger Goodell one day. Good luck, Charlie. Uh, but Kevin Warren recently has been has been crowned, has been champion, has been praised by so many for negotiating this new Big Ten uh, media rights deal with Fox, NBC, CBS. This is the issue, though. Kevin Warren told NBC, we'll give you the 26 or 27 Big Ten championship game. The only problem is the Big Ten didn't own that game. They didn't own the Big Ten championship game. Fox did. So right now, the $7 billion deal between the Big Ten, Fox, NBC, and CBS is now in peril because NBC was falsely promised a Big Ten championship game that Kevin Warren was not authorized to give to NBC. So, yeah, Kevin Warren, you're the biggest moron, idiot, dumbass I have literally ever had the displeasure of associating with in my life. What you did during COVID was laughable and absolutely just disgusting what you did to the Big Ten. We are still recovering. Ohio State has still not made up the money that they lost from COVID. They just took out a $50 million loan to help their uh, Ohio oh my State, God. Everett. Ohio State took out a $50 million loan for their athletic On the bright side, they'll be able to pay it off pretty quick. True, true. On the bright side. maybe not anymore because that $7 billion deal might be worth $7 billion at the end of the day when it goes into effect. And I also think that, I think it begins in two years. So they get that shit done. Makes you wonder why Kevin Warren dipped Ohio State so quick. Huh. Hmm. Maybe, huh. maybe, maybe, um, okay. Yeah, NFL. Probably, let's yeah, let's probably, get into the NFL. Right. Um, okay, so there's a couple things I have for today. There's actually a decent amount of content I have for today. Oh, we forgot about the Dodgers. <sighs> I just want to go over real quick. Yeah, so, yeah. We can do that. Dodgers have been lining up the Braves. Phenomenal midweek series. I just want to say we're spoiled Ron. Everett. We're spoiled Ron. We no, we are. Also, weeks ago, we were... Blow up the team. We need a trade for everybody. That was what we were saying. I mean, we we still <laughs> like we we it's every other day at this point. Well, it's... We still believe that. Like that, that's even more so my point. We're yeah. so spoiled. We um more. Also literally just the Kylo Ren meme. I, <laughs> I I am very also I'm very, very happy with Bobby Miller's performance going against the Braves. Um came in with a five six five ERA in the minors. Was not I was not thinking that he was ready. 
I will give him props. My man put the big boy pants on. Uh, the only run that technically was let up was on uh, an error, technically by Rojas. It still counts against his ERA, but well, well, uh, they called it an error scoring. Uh, but yeah. yeah, no, Sean yeah. Murphy, Sean Murphy got to him, and then he gave up a run to Austin Riley. But that's okay. I was he, so he... unbelievably impressed with his performance against Matt Olson. Yeah. Three Ks against Matt Olson. Are you kidding? Your first I... MLB start, you're striking out Matt Olson three times. I was I was nervous. I was nervous, but I I'm very happy with the the direction in which that's going. Gavin Stone can't say as much. Well, we'll this is see. what I'm gonna say. Spin zone, okay. Spin zone. Obviously, yeah. gave up four in the first. Wasn't great, okay. Was not great. Don't get me wrong. But how he responded to that first inning was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Keep in mind that was his second ever MLB appearance. So. He gave up four in the first, then went uh, three scoreless, gave up a run in the fifth when he should have been pulled, shouldn't have even been in uh, for that situation. I was really, really impressed with Gavin Stone, considering how literally everything went wrong in that first inning, gave up four yeah. runs in the first inning, and he responded. He sat in there, um, gave us more innings. I was really impressed with him. Yeah, I, 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 I'm hoping oh, that he- Oh, and J.D. Martinez. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. On a good track right now. Uh, I, I, I have higher hopes right now for Bobby than I have for Gavin, but we will see where uh, we go. Uh, the only other thing that I have to say about the Dodgers is Ozuna, get your ass further in the box. If you hit Will Smith in the back of the head one more time, and I hear one more comment about people being like, Will Smith just needs to move Can back. Dude, Ozuna's he's in the back. back foot is? He's out of the box. Ozuna and is also, out of the box. Just I also just want to say, like, it is – it is an advantage to be further back in the box because you yes, have more time, more to, time react to react. To hit the ball. But like, also, shit, is that not cheating? You you have to be within the batter box, like that. Yeah. That original that's 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 a that's a strike. That's a call. I understand you, you want to stand as far back as possible. Also, by the that, way, but like, Will Will Smith, like this is not the first time that Ozuna's hit Will Smith in the head. It's also not the first five times. He is also not the first time in the last week he's hit a hit. He's hit a. Catcher sure in the Ozuna back of the head has done it five times in the past week. He hit and Will Smith was the like, A's. What the actual was it? The A's pitcher last or catcher last week. He uh, he did. It's the same thing. He's always tapping them on the like, dude. If you want to stand on the back of the box, fine, whatever. I don't care. Then just don't rip your bat around the back of your head. Yeah, no, like if, you, if you're gonna have a one-handed swing, you can't finish like that. Dude. Also, like, on top of that, Will Smith. Like it's arguably cheating because Will Smith just came out of concussion protocol and coming back. If you get hit now, now this is you, spin zone. If, if you Ozuna get, was purposely doing this, if you get hit, if you get hit in the head or anything, you automatically go and have to get concussion tech checked and you can get pulled from the game. So Ozuna hitting him in the head with the bat is arguably an advantage for the Braves because you could be taking yeah. out one of the the, the Dodgers' best hitters they, they of the game. They pulled Marvin Harrison, like literally. <laughs> so I just – that can't keep continuing to have – Ozuna is the only person I have ever heard of hitting catchers in the back of the head. Constantly. He's the only person I've heard of that has a recurring problem of doing Yeah, constantly. It. It's like, dude, it's, what the hell? Like at, at first, I thought it was catcher's interference. Yeah, because like he was just too – and it's also oh, like it people are, people are also <laughs> being like, oh, Will Smith should just back up. Like it's not on Ozuna. One, Ozuna's standing out of the box. Yeah. He's backed up all the way. Two, Will Smith is literally as far back catchers, as you, they know where to. They Will, they Will know Smith where to is as up. far back as you can possibly be without 
harming your pitcher's ability and to also, toss to you. If Will and Smith framing. needs to move back, then how come this only happens with Ozuna and nobody else? <laughs> like, it's literally the fact that now everybody's seen it because it's happened. Like it was with the A's or something. Now everybody's seen it with the Dodgers. Now people, it's also the Dodgers. So they're like, oh no, it's the Dodgers' fault. Like, no, it's it's not. Ozuna is just sitting illegally in the back of the box. But whatever. And and Ozuna also sucks. Like, he stinks. Might be in the Braves' best interest to just DFA him. Anyways. Um, censored sucks. Did I miss the email? <laughs> Did I miss that what? email? What? What? We have to censor sucks now? We have to censor sucks. What? You just said stinks. Were you correcting me to not no, say sucks? No, I, I was talking at oh. the same time. You were just uh, like, now. I, I, I was about to say, I didn't. You get an email from our intern? No, no. I, okay, I we're I thought, fine. Yeah, that's I, his That's his job to figure out. We're, 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 like, we're good. We're good. Sucks. Is that removed? Yeah, we might be having a meeting with the HR department later today. Um. Okay, NFL. Uh, there's a couple things I have here for the NFL. First thing, uh, I don't know how important this is just to, to, to mention, but uh, the NFL has now approved, Roger Goodell has approved uh, an adjustment to the kickoffs where uh, now if you fair catch anywhere on the field, you don't even have to be in the end zone, you will automatically start at the 25-yard line. Uh, special teams, coaches, players, coaches, everybody uh, associated to just teams in general, all unanimously uh coaches can do the fair catch no 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 no, no. I, <laughs> yeah, I was you just let me finish i said uh, special uh, team players saying. special team coaches coaches everybody unanimously uh rejected this idea only for roger goodell oh. to then go and approve it um citing potential future uh basically lawsuits and stuff as basically not literally saying that but that's the reason why he said he approved it uh, my man doesn't want to get sued uh I don't know if you how much you pay attention to Pat McAfee. He was pissed off. A lot of people in the NFL are pissed off. Um, it's basically like college now. I'm not the hugest fan of fan of it. Fan of it. I'm not a big fan of that. I think that takes away of a big aspect of of the NFL of football. Obviously, you don't want people to get hurt, uh, but we've already adjusted kickoffs enough to try and help alleviate a lot of head injuries. Yeah, like um, kickoff, you guys don't they don't get a run up anymore. They have to be standing. Like, if you have a player, if you have a player that's able like the Vikings, we have Kenny Nwangwu. Like he is one of the better special team returners, a, a kick returner in the NFL. But now with the fact that you're automatically gonna be able to to go to the 25 instead of taking it all the way to the house, if you're if they the kick's a little bit outside of the end zone, that's gonna stop teams from wanting to have these players be able to, you know, make big plays. That too. Well, another thing I was thinking, like from the kickoff team perspective, like one thing that like I loved about Ohio State when Urban Meyer took over is that instead of just kicking the ball out of the end zone touchback, they began like kicking the ball on the one yard line at uh like literally on the boundary, like the left side yeah. line. So like pretend you're kicking, you're looking downfield. So they'd kick it to the sideline and they would have the entire kickoff team just shift over to the left and like shorten down or cut down the field. If you, if you, if you get what I'm but saying. Also, also so though, like, let's too, say this is the whole field. No, I, I know you're saying they're going that way. Side gunner lineup like here and he'd be cutting in. So it also though, be, you're defending half like, the field. There's like, a, that's a strategy. There's a big strategy too. Like if you're winning, you're, let's oh, say you're no. up seven with, with 15 seconds, 20 seconds, or 30 seconds left, whatever. And you're going against Patrick Mahomes, right? Let's just say you're going against the Chiefs. You have 30 seconds left. You just scored a touchdown. You're up seven. Teams will kick it to like the one yard line, two yard line, because it'll burn clock and the players have to take it out. 
Now, if you can just fair catch it, that completely removes an entire like strategy from the game. And you're giving teams who shouldn't have as much time to be able to do these things way more time than they should. And if you give a player like Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, if he hadn't retired, if you give them that much time instead, like that's just, it's not fair to, 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 to do that. So, so I think, I think what, I believe this was like floating around kind of recently where instead of an onside kick, you can get like a fourth and 15. So that's what the XFL does. Is the XFL, oh, the XFL does that? It's USFL and I think the XFL both do that. So I like, I mean, if they did that, it, it essentially just wouldn't even be football. We're making a new sport. But like, if if we want to remove kickoff entirely, essentially that's what they're kind of saying. I, I just, then I, let's just full on remove it. I just, that's what I, the, the, the I don't want is, to do that. The but. kickoff, the kickoff is such an iconic, it's an iconic, it's part of football exciting play the most exciting part of football so sick and like i i understand we're in a a new age we're worrying about player health head trauma but let's be honest here the only reason roger goodell did this is to prevent lawsuits in the future like that is the reason why this happens finances that and (laughs) and i i just if you take away these kind of aspects of the game at what point are we really playing football anymore that's I, I, the question that's true. that's asked because another we still thing have that the... I will admit is that you know after after a touchdown extra point commercial kickoff commercial and then the drive starts oh, a lot of times I'm not paying attention at all to the kickoff at all I just I'll be I honest. mean yeah but I mean it depends on the game I I pay it attention could speed the game up like I pay it I mean be able to, if you just no, because the, the thing is, if, if they just if they just automatically fair catch it, it's still going kick. it's still going straight. To... What? You said there's no well, more I was onside saying, kicks. Just remove kickoffs when you score a touchdown. The other team just gets it at the twenty five. I just that's just it's just <laughs> essentially what it, it takes. Is. It takes away a whole like fun part of the of the game. Like if you're at a game, by the way, if you're at a game live in person. One of the most exciting plays of the entire game when you know stuff's gonna happen. You're sitting there. You're watching the kickoff. That's that is one of the best parts of being at at a football game in person is you're watching the kickoff. I'll be honest, and, my first ever NFL game I ever went to was a preseason game. It was between the Seahawks and the Broncos, and ironically, they played a preseason game the year they matched up in the Super Bowl, and Seattle shit on the Broncos. Very ironically, that preseason game almost went identically to the Super Bowl. It was like 49-7 Seattle in this preseason game. First play of the game, like how Seattle took the opening second half kickoff back, very first play of the game, housed in a 109-yard kickoff touchdown return. Literally one of the most exciting things I've ever seen. It's just – It was a preseason game. I I understand player safety, but there's a point where you're taking away a lot of – you're taking away people's jobs too. And Matthew Slater. uh, You're you're taking away – special gunner i could think of hardy apparently justin hardy apparently for the jets where i told them to cut him um <laughs> you have kick returners partner like it, it, you're taking away viewership you're taking away people's jobs coaching jobs like there's a point where you're ruining the sport and i think we're getting dangerously close to the point where football is going to start the nfl is going to start doing things that is going to ruin the the whole point of of what the NFL actually is. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like kickoff and stuff, like 
like they can they can remove kickoff before they can remove punts i'm not sure if it's possible to get rid of punting arguably too by the way i mean we can get our uh, we can get our special team specialists back in here uh but when we were talking to Quan and shay about punting return and kicking return what the fuck are you talking? i'm saying like can you remove punting from football like because that you can remove like kick returners from it you just touch the ball but like <laughs> the, the, punting, punting is arguably more dangerous than kick returning, and like because you can't you know, yeah kick kick off is kick 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 off is more dangerous. It's a longer distance. They're running. I mean, it, yes, it's mo- it's a longer distance, but also once you get like I'll up to honest, the point you're making punt, punts. Oh my god, punt! It switches from who's on offense to who's on defense so fast. Oh my god, like yeah. punt is anyways. Crazy. Um, is brutal. that's just, that's just kind of what, <laughs> what our thoughts right now are on, on the NFL. And it's just my, my biggest issue with this, obviously I have qualms with, with, with the fact that it's just a rule in general that's not been made. My biggest issue though, is the entirety of the NFL understanding the players and the coaches, everybody understanding what potential health implications can happen out of it. You know, uh, what the benefits and co- like pros and cons are and everybody unanimously saying no, and it still gets approved. I just feel like that is an no, yeah, that's, that's a big issue. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a big issue. That highlights something there. Uh, um, yeah. But so the other thing that I have, uh, I, I still I still have um, two, three more things. Uh, two more things after this. I just think quick thing. This is uh this is just the most perfect Jets thing physically possible. Aaron Rodgers has already tweaked his ankle uh, at Jets practices at OTAs. Uh, when Zach Wilson said that he was going to make his life hell. He really. Oh, he meant he, it. He he took it to oh, a next to another level. Zach Wilson took it to oh, a, to serious. another level. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Zach Wilson kind of put out some some fishing wire or something, tripped Aaron Rodgers up. You know. Potentially, I mean, I'm not leaving that one off the table. No. As Zach Wilson, it, my goodness, you talk about the past ten months for this guy, going from Milf Hunter, you know, to him being like, oh, it was like two years, team. but yeah, that was. I thought that was last off. He got drafted. No, that was after, right after he got drafted. Milf Hunter? Yeah. That was like right after really? he got drafted, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm sure. I, I could have sworn that was last summer. I technically could have sworn. But maybe, 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 year. but I thought I heard some stuff about it his first season. Uh, wow. I, I did not hear. I did not hear. Or maybe he was his then. girlfriend. His girlfriend stuff started after he was drafted. And it fully well, came Well, like his girlfriend like broke up with Zach Wilson and started dating his former teammate at BYU. That's that's what it was. And then the whole thing came out later. That's what it was. Yeah, okay. yeah no, I was discussing this earlier today with my dad. And I, I was saying, dad, like, I don't think Zach Wilson, like out of reaction to his girlfriend starting to date his former receiver. I, I'm not sure if this was quite out of reaction to go start hunting for your mom's best friend uh I, I i was you know me and my dad we had a big big talk about milfs this morning and yeah i i i don't think it was in reaction i think zach wilson i i think he just has that dog in him not on the field but off the field yes oh, that's and enough with that. that dog in him and that's, yeah, that's, I, that's, I don't that's think enough. the girlfriend had anything to do with it i, I think that's, they were irrelevant situations uh, all right uh yeah, what 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 i talked about what, this, this morning <laughs> great great uh great house yeah, my mom's out of town a little more locker room talk in the house boys a little more locker room talk so all right what do you what do you have before i get into these Austin uh, last eckler points? will officially be back everett 
guess how much money he wanted that the Chargers, it took them months to finally budget and give him. Guess how much money he wanted. 12 and a half? No, 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 no. He wanted, guess how much additional money he wanted just for this upcoming season. Oh, like three? $1.75 million. The Chargers were really going to hold out for $1.75 million. And they didn't even give it fully guaranteed. They're all incentive-based. So they didn't even officially like give it to him. He That's also- all it took? He that also is, they adjusted it so he also will be a free agent next offseason. Oh, I thought he was a free agent next offseason anyway. No, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know, but like they've... they... Sh- oh, so they shortened this contract? I think that, I think that was, yeah. I think so. I'm not entirely sure. I haven't, I didn't like look into the Chargers contracts uh, before I mean, that. I've never heard of this, but um, I, I guess it's up to the team, like the like at the end of the day, it's up to the team to be like, yeah, I want to shorten your contract. Like they, can yeah, I mean, that. if the team and player agree, then that's what will happen. Yeah, you have to. Have, I mean, yes. um, <laughs> it's like I mean, it's basically an inverse contract extension. It, it just works. You just have to allocate the money properly, or you both yeah. basically be like, we're just not gonna do any of this. Yeah. But um, uh, last thing I want to say, let's run it back, boys. We never got to see the full product on the field the other last year. Let's see it this year. Uh, this also really opens up the window and kind of tells me Dalvin Cook is gonna be gone. Uh, he was the only really the only other big market candidate for yeah, it was just them too. Yeah. yeah. So and it kind of I I think I think that tells me I mean Derrick Henry I guess. No, I, I he I well, think I mean, that, they have Tajay in town, so Derrick Henry's gonna be their backup anyway. So like, I mean, there's yeah. no reason to keep. Uh, him. I I think I think that this kind of just guarantees that because we were hearing rumors about the Dolphins being in on Eckler and being in on Dalvin. I think this kind of tells us that uh once are, are June... you sold on a backfield of just uh. Alexander Madison. Uh, it's gonna be a Maybe it's a gonna be ham sauce on third and short. It's gonna be a three. It's gonna be a rotationary backfield. Madison, uh, Tyson Chandler, and Tyson Ch- Ty- is Kenne in there? <laughs> I don't know. That's the Tyson issue. Tyson Chandler. <laughs> I think it's, Ty- it's Tyler. Yeah, Chandler. We, we got a seven three running back. Used to play for the Suns and stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. And um. Uh. McBride, Dwayne McBride. But I. I don't. The issue now is with with the whole kickoff thing is I don't know if Kenne is gonna be on the team. Because the biggest this is this is a debate that everybody has had. He hasn't gotten many. He hasn't gotten really any reps. Jalen Rieger. Uh, uh, but I mean, you have a return. No, no, no. Here, this is this is this is the th- I told I I I was explaining this on Vikings Twitter uh, like the other week when I was actually with you. <laughs> um, but the issue is, Kenne is one of the best kick returners in the league, and uh, he hasn't really been used at running back. So the issue is are we going to have four running backs? And that doesn't make sense. So now with the rules changing for kick returner, the question is how much do you value that position? Because you can just yeah. get to the 25 yard line, no matter what, you don't have to worry about losing yards on a chance to get a touchdown. And with Jalen Rieger last year, the Vikings showed that they are willing to have a player on the roster just specifically for a specialist position and a punt returner. And that's the bigger thing that they traded uh, for in Jalen Ramsey, which is why my argument was I could see them keeping on Kenne as a fourth running back, third running back, whatever, just for kick returning. But now with the rule change, I don't know if that's going to be the case, and we'll see what happens in in the preseason. Um, anyways, yeah, will we'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens coming uh, literally a week for today from today is when the new the new league year starts. Uh, that's when a lot of that's when a lot of cuts are going to start being made on some players. Some trades are going to be made. I think. 
we'll see what happens with Dalvin Cook. I just don't think that he's he hasn't been at OTAs yet. I don't think that he's going to be on the Vikings come next season. I think that he might not be even on the Vikings from in a week from today. When we'll see if it's a trade or a cut, but it's going to be one or the other. It just yeah, from I see like right now some big names I'm looking at. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at D Hop. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be back in Arizona or not. Uh, like he will be. He will be. Around. They they, they he said he said he said he wants to come back for for a year. Okay, he yeah, must have a great house out in arizona uh yeah uh so uh that's uh what i had on football was uh okay so i have uh i i will end with um division we have division power rankings today i will end with that i have a little game for us to play i like that i have a little game for us to play today so for everybody watching listening obviously i'm sure you have seen you know if you haven't watched pokemon you know who's that pokemon um there's a game that that that's going around um that's you know a game a game in quotation marks basically you have two different players you don't know which what the players are but you give you're given statistics and you basically say which player um you like more or you think's better and that's like the player that you would you would choose and then obviously you're told what the players are um that's basically what this this little game we have here is going to be. I'm going to give Grant two different players. I'm going to give him their statistics, and he's going to tell me which one he'd rather have based on that, and then I'll let him know which what are the two quarterbacks. Um, it's a little rough sketch, but I think this will be it'll be fun. It's going to be good content. And, um, and also, you're really only remember. giving me uh, career averages. Yeah, so I will be giving career averages. This is careers. Uh, I don't care how the players are today. Okay. All right. I don't care. These are careers, guys. Yeah, you're you're I mean, if I list if I list somebody who is from like 1975, you're not gonna get him and his 80-year-old state right now. You're well, gonna no, get no, him no, that's what I was saying. But I'm saying like if you gave me like, I don't know, like Joe Burrow and then like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers and Brady or Rodgers numbers are better and I pick him. That's I'm not it's not reflective of today. Okay. Yeah. I I mean We'll see. And we'll yeah, see. don't give me totals. Give me averages because I got totals you. It's bullshit. It. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. Okay, here we go. Player A. Okay. Average completion percentage of sixty-four. Average yards per game at two fifty-eight. Rating of ninety-two point eight. Average yards per season at three thousand six hundred. Average TDs per season at twenty-two. Average interceptions per season at ten. Three Pro Bowls and one Super Bowl appearance. Okay, okay. Any rushing numbers on that head, or are we just no, no rushing, no okay. rushing numbers. Okay. Player B, average p- completion percentage of sixty-two percent versus sixty-four. Correct. Sixty-four. And this a- was sixty-two. Okay. Sixty-two. Average yards per game at two hundred and thirty-eight. A rating of ninety-two point two. Average yards per season at three thousand six hundred. TDs per season at 27, interceptions per season at 12, two Pro Bowls, and one second-team All-Pro. So in terms of stats, these guys are like essentially the exact same. More or less. Uh, player B has five more touchdowns and two more interceptions, uh, also with 2% less completion percentage. Same amount uh, of yards, basically the same rating. Go over uh, the Pro Bowls, the accolades. Go over the player. Player A has three Pro Bowls and one Super Bowl appearance. Player B has two Pro Bowls and one second team All Pro. Hmm, hmm, hmm. 
we got some decisions to make here uh i would usually prefer to go with the completion percentage guy but if the difference is that negligible we'll go with option b i'll go with the guy who made second team uh all, all pro nfl all pro second team i'll go with that the guy. players you were choosing between the players you were choosing between were jared goff and josh allen you chose was josh, josh allen. allen b josh allen was player b wait super bowl runner up Oh, oh no, that was player Super Bowl a. appearance that was, 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 was Jared Goff. But just very interesting, by the way, how close scarily close, yeah. How similar those numbers are. Which, by the way, like when everybody is being like, why the fuck is Jared Goff on, on the top quarterbacks list? You're looking at these numbers. Nobody, and we were like, we we've been trying to to mix and match, do our, our own water boy analytics over here with with uh player quarterback rankings and values yeah we're gonna come up with the greatest water boy qbr rating in the history of sports um and we were sitting here we're like why the fuck is jared goff like a top five quarterback because like we were just thinking about jared goff and obviously everybody's like it's jared goff but looking at these numbers like it's very surprising how good in comparison to two players that are highly regarded jared goff actually is yeah i mean goff his two seasons in Detroit have been very, very good. And, and uh, like, 2019 I mean, on, on the, on the, too. At the, yeah, I mean, obviously the 2017 year was very good. Was it 2018? Uh, 2017, they lost in the Super Bowl. Was that? Yeah, it was, I thought it was 2019 for whatever reason. It was 2017. But I mean, the interesting thing with these two players, by the way, is you're essentially choosing between. Uh, one Pro Bowl appearance in a Super Bowl or a second team All Pro. Yeah, but I mean, then at, at the same time, we got we got to look at we got to look at the teams that we played before. I think Josh Allen. No, well, you, but that's the whole point of it. That's the beauty know, of this is you don't know either player. You don't know who they are. So when you're just choosing between it, that's all you have to go off of. Uh, I, okay. If if we have another, there's one uh, more. Yeah, there's one more. Okay, maybe maybe withhold on playoff information. I don't want to have any idea of you're, you're, who they could possibly play for. I mean, you're gonna probably want the playoff information. Okay, okay, okay. Squad. Well, we'll see. We'll see when we get there. We'll see. Uh, I'll I'll withhold it, and if you want it later, yeah, yeah. I'll okay, give it after. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, player A, completion percentage of sixty point three. Yards per game, 241, rating of 84.1. Yards per season at 3,500. TDs per season at 23. Interceptions per season at 15. Four Pro Bowls. Okay. Player B, completion percentage of 66.8. Yards per game at uh, 261. A rating of 97.8. Yards per season at 3,400. TDs per season at 23. Interceptions per season at nine, four Pro Bowls, and record holder for most game-winning drives in a single season. Who the fuck could play it with? So, in comparison, I'll, I, 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 I mean, just you, from what you said, player, player B seems phenomenal. <laughs> Let me hear everything about player A. I'm guessing he has some more information about him. Two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this player correct. Two Super Bowl MVPs. 
Don't worry about the player, like who they are themselves. That takes away the point of the game. Player A. No, or player I know, B. I know, I know. But I'm just trying to think here. Who? I don't even know who the hell that could be. Uh. Uh. Tell me the uh completion percentage one more time. Uh, player A sixty point three. Player B sixty six point eight. B from that alone. Players on the field were Eli Manning and Kirk a? Cousins. Eli Manning A. Eli Manning was A, and Kirk Cousins was B. Thank God I was correct picking B. I would have looked like a fool if I picked A. I mean, everybody kind of regards Eli Manning. I mean, Hall of Fame quarterback and, and everything. So, I mean, probably will get in there, but I'm just saying. I I think <laughs> I think that I think that. Um, I think that the way that people regard yeah, I think Kirk Cousins is 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 a little bit like it's kind of surprising when you look at those kind of stats. Uh, like another thing I want to say, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people like to bring up, myself included, uh, how football has just changed. Efficiency is valued much higher. Like when I looked at like Ohio State quarterbacks recently, every single player's completion percentage has gone up compared to uh to historical numbers literally because of their style of offense mm -hmm. but i just want to yeah. say kurt cousins having a career 67 percent completion percentage that's absurd mm -hmm. it's pretty that's good ridiculous his first full year as a starter he had essentially a 70 percent completion percentage like yeah. you know you can argue about your yards per attempt obviously that matters a lot don't get me wrong. And if we want to talk about yards per attempt, by the way, uh, guess which quarterback led all potential draftees in yards per attempt last year, Everett? Justin Herbert. CJ, CJ Stratton. I was talking oh. about draft prospects, but yeah. Oh, well, you could have anyway, said draft prospects. Yeah, I kind of kind of messed that one up. But, but if even yards per attempt, I, I feel like it's, it's less relevant now because quick passing game is so important. Now RPOs are a thing. Now you're going to be throwing three yard routes. I, I think the yards per attempt in general has always kind really of been, has it. kind of been BS to look at it as a scaling factor. Cause I mean, some like, it doesn't really reflect your ability to play the game. It really doesn't tell anything, anything. at all. If you're a wide receiver, <laughs> if you're a wide receiver, I think that it has a Yeah, no, it definitely matters way more uh, for a receiver. Okay, oh, final no. thing that we have here, and then we're going to wrap up the episode. Uh, division power rankings for the 2023 NFL season. Uh, one through eight. Um, do we want to go eight to one or one to eight? Eight to one. Eight, eight to one. one. I, I, like, I like going backwards. I think it's, it's more fun. Okay, eight to one. NFC South, AFC South, NFC North. NFC West, AFC North, AFC West, NFC East, AFC East. Uh, now, I remember last year preseason, we were, I mean, it was pretty much just me. I was raving about AFC best, AFC best, AFC best, AFC best. I, You have them ranked as the fifth best. Uh, AFC division. best, AFC best is three. NFC oh, best uh, uh, is whoops, five. Whoops, whoops, my bad. We went backwards. We went backwards, my bad, my bad. Yeah, NFC. never mind then. Yeah, uh, I actually, I'm a fan of AFC best at three. This is, well, I, I hate to say it again, but I'm, I'm just telling you right now, the Broncos are going to be good this year. Like I was, I was dead on about six and 11, seven, uh, seven and 10 last year. This year, nine and eight, 10 and seven. Okay. Nine, eight, 10 and seven. That, those, that, that's my, that's what I got for Denver. I think they're going okay. to. Do you think they make the playoffs? 
could sneak in that wild card. Do you yeah. think that? Do you think Not they will the make? Division. Do you yeah. think they will make the playoffs? Given every team that's in the AFC, it's going to be crazy. Because I mean, yes, Bills, no. Dolphins, no. I'm saying no. Okay. Do the Chargers make the playoffs this year? Yeah, but I'm biased. Uh, my opinion doesn't matter. So you think do it's going to be think, Chiefs, think, Chargers, Broncos? Um. For the division, yeah. The issue, the issue is going to come out to be who wins divisions because obviously you automatically get a playoff bid by winning your division. Yeah. And in the AFC, we have multiple teams and multiple divisions that are going to be playing for wild card spots, like in AFC yeah. East, right? Let's just say, right, there are three three teams and there are three teams in the AFC East that are playing to win the division and make the playoffs. And I guarantee you. I mean, the other two. Good chance that they'll make it. In the AFC, each other. Like let's 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 just look at it. Let's just look at it this way, right? AFC North. I only see one team coming in the playoffs this year. That's the Bengals. AFC South, one team, Jaguars. AFC West. Let's just start with the Chiefs. Let's say they're winning, running back the division. You don't need to. You don't need to debate me on that. And let's say AFC (laughs) AFC East. uh, Let's say we have a fully healthy team this year. Let's say the Dolphins win the division. Okay. Okay. So we have those four, those four selected, right? And we have seven teams in total. Now we're going to be looking at, are we going to get two teams out of the AFC East and one out of the AFC West or two out of the AFC West and the AFC and one out of the AFC East? I, I think preseason, everybody, everybody would be pretty confident in saying two out of AFC beast over AFC West. I feel like most people would be yeah, confident in saying that's, that. So I, that's, Shit changes though. You know? Shit changes like, throughout the season, obviously, in any any capacity because of injury. But if I'm just looking head to head on all these teams, we're talking about the Chargers, the Broncos, and let's just say the Bills and the Jets, or even put the Dolphins in there. I think all three of those teams in the AFC East, any of them would be better record wise than the Broncos or the Chargers. It just comes down to, or a better team than the Broncos or the Chargers. It comes down to the strength of schedule, really. And if if you have a harder schedule in the AFC East. You know, you might have one last win, even be a better, still be a better team, but the team like, in the when AFC I, When West, I look at last year's schedule, like around week 13, 12, 13, 14, around that time, uh, the playoff, the AFC playoff picture, it was Ravens five, Everett. Ravens were the five seed. Six seed were the Dolphins and the seven seed. Uh, it wasn't us. It, it might've been the, no, it wasn't the Jets that late. Bills. I already said the Dolphins. No, Bills had that division jaguars because i think they had the colt they had they had they had the titans it was one of those te- i'm forgetting i'm forgetting who it was there was one other it might have been the titans actually but we went on a streak we won four straight uh end of the year lost the last game of the season when we should have rest we're not talking about that. whatever that's a, that's a story for another went day on a nice little win streak uh i just like i'm not sure how sold i am on like a Jags repeat or, or like uh, that entire, that entire division of the AFC South, the Jags are 100% the best team in there. I, I, I don't no, know. I, I, I'd like to think so too. I look at, look at everybody that people have come back. I just back. feel the like Titans, last year we Titans had a are in, consensus who was winning each division. Titans are, Titans like, are dis, in disarray. That, well, also we thought the Colts are going to be winning the division last year. They were dog no, shit. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, so things obviously things change, but when we're looking at teams that, like we're talking about these divisions, right? That are that are bad. We're talking about bad divisions. Okay. Like there is a South. Could there's the a kids just win that? Maybe. Like there's a 
Maybe. I mean, I don't, I honestly, the AFC, NFC South, NFC South is a complete. They're all equally as bad as each other. Yeah, like that division. So, no I mean, if you were to tell me I need to choose the best team in that division, I'm probably going to say the Saints are the best team in that division. Oh, yeah, I would say that. With Derek Carr now, it, like yeah. at least they can put up 20 a week. Yeah. So, I mean, also keep in mind, and we haven't – the last we saw of Derek Carr, the last we saw Derek Carr, he was hot garbage. So, we'll see if he's any better this year on, on the Saints. Everybody's been like, the Saints are great now they have Derek Carr. Keep in mind – Wait, is that the narrative going around right now? Or is that just Saints fans? Because you're from New Orleans. I'm not entirely sure, but but everything that I've heard everywhere is (laughs) is everybody are there. Nobody's naysaying Derek Carr. There's no there's no thumping on Derek. Derek Carr doesn't have many haters. Does he? Josh McDaniels. Um well, he also like arguably leads the league in haters himself. Uh yeah. Um, anyways, we, we've been rambling, uh, would love to continue the conversation, but unfortunately there are probably zero people listening right now. Um, you know, so I'd, we'll like to, I'd like to, I'd like to think that there are some more people. Maybe my grandma, right maybe my grandma's still listening. We'll see. You know, I, I don't, I don't feel like we needed to take personal jabs out uh, at ourselves today, but if we're self-deprecating humor, like if we're going to do it, like, let's just go all in. Okay. Yeah, okay. I look horrible right now with my sunburn. I look awful. I'm embarrassed to go outside. I I literally feel uh what is the what is Deadpool's uh name? What is that? I feel like that guy right now, you know, putting Deadpool. my hood on. What is Deadpool's that Wade character? Wilson? Wade Wade, Wade Wilson. Yeah. I feel like Wade right now. Uh ironically, my middle name is very close to Wade, so it kind of yeah. fits, but I, I do feel pretty uh you know embarrassed of myself like literally like that one that one dude who got like infected by tree bark and started growing bark for skin that's kind of how i feel like right now uh so- okay uh with that thank you guys so much for watching listening raise five stars you can find us on spotify tiktok youtube twitter and instagram at waterboy pod make sure to follow me and grant on twitter at everett stakes and at waterboy grant make sure to subscribe and follow us on all platforms make sure to share with your friends and download and with that Waterboy's out. I love you, Bobby Miller.